This is Kevin Pruitt with another episode of Rising Tide Startups. And my guest today is Margaret Grunewald. Margaret, thank you for joining us today on Rising Tide. Thank you so much, Kevin. It's lovely to be here and thank you for having me. And I'm, I'm going to apologize over and over again for, for butchering your name because, you know, it's hard for Americans to speak Afrikaans, but uh, we're going to do our best. And, and I'll just let you repeat your name enough that the our listening audience can actually hear what it's supposed to sound like. So thanks for joining us. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, Kevin. Um, like you said, I am Magrit Grunewald and I'm exactly from like South Africa. <laughs> I am from South Africa and I specialize in Facebook and Instagram for business owners, but I love working with, with beginners, people that are so scared of the platform. That's, you know, they've got a great product and service, but they like so scared to start posting and sharing their products um, with the world. So yeah, that's what I do. So Dig down a little deeper. So, I mean, those are two fairly broad platforms. Specifically, yes. what are you helping people with? Is it is it content? Is it how to leverage the platforms? Is it SEO? I mean, what what are, what are kind of your your real sweet spots in those in those platforms? So, I basically help people um, to to get on the platform because a lot of people are still not uh, on the platform and using it correctly. And then we go, um, so I work with my students, they've got online programs about everything. And then we go into deeper about, uh, on like how to run ads. But for me, the most important thing is understanding, um, who your ideal client is and the kind of message you need to share with them. Because you know, Kevin, I find a lot of people, they don't know how to communicate their message. So we spend a lot of time to just, you know, uh, formulate exactly that. What is, what is the value you are giving and why would people be interested? And then we go over to understanding how the platform works and how to start getting engagement. And at the end, we start running ads because I like to have it figured out organically before we run ads because I find too many people, they want to spend money on social media, but they don't, they're not sure about their product. They're not certain about the offer. And you know what? They haven't played around to see what connects with people and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you, you've actually probably touched on this right now, but if, if you and I stepped on an elevator, stepped on a lift, we were going up 10 floors Give me, give me the 30-second kind of elevator pitch about exactly what you could do for my business. Okay, so I can help you to become the authority and go-to person in your industry using the platform Facebook and Instagram. How does that, that sound? That is one of the most <laughs> concise elevator pitches I've ever heard. And I've done a lot of, <laughs> a lot of these chats. So that is, you've got, you've got your, your pitch down. That's exactly, well done. Ah, thank you. <laughs> so let's, let's get kind of back in the way back machine and go back a few years. And, and so how did you kind of transition into this, into this uh, area or this, you know, how did you start focusing on Facebook and, and Instagram? And maybe even before that, how did you even get in the online space at all? Okay, yeah, that's very interesting. So I actually, um, to, to start off where I started off, I studied marketing at the university and then I started to work and 
Um, but I always wanted to be, you know, an, an entrepreneur. So the first job I had was uh, I was working at with a self-made millionaire in his company. And then I moved over to another one. But for 10 years, I worked. And um, since marketing has been my passion, so obviously it transitioned into this online space. So I started doing social media. But I found where I was in South Africa, I couldn't find all the necessary info. So I had to do a lot of research to actually, um, you know, get the information I want. And this is where um, the amazing thing with, with social media is everything you can find online. And I started uh, becoming part of some social media groups, some online marketing groups. And I got mentors from uh, my first mentor was an online marketing coach from Australia. And I'm currently working for, from someone in Boston. So, um, but it, eventually what I did then, I started running social media for people. And when my second baby was born, I decided to actually fire my boss and do this for a living, which is awesome. So, yeah, so I could be at home, be more with my kids, but also be able to work and earn money, which was, which was important for me. Sure. Sure. So how long ago was this that you kind of stepped into this full time? Or did you did you kind of start doing this on the side while you were still working? Yes. Okay. So I, I strongly believe that it's important that you you do something on the side because a lot of times we've got these fantasies about business we want to start or this. So I started on the side and I started helping clients. But you know how easy it is to get social media clients because it's the, it's the business next door. It's this person you talk to at a party and they're like, do you do social media? And I'm like, yay, that's what I do. And everyone wants you to do it. So I started doing that. And then in order for me to really be good at it, I had to do online courses, mm. which was, I mean, there's great online courses. And then I actually turned into becoming a coach, teaching other people to do it because I couldn't handle all the clients. So I would tell business owners, you know what? I can do your social media for, for you. But what I would like to do is if you have got someone in your company, I will actually train them. Then, you know, it's going to cost you less. You, you get the skill in the company. And yeah, this is how I became the coach because I love teaching people and empowering them to use the platforms. So you, you triggered a question in my mind there. So if you transition to kind of from doing social media for companies or for individuals to teaching, say, someone in their company to do that, now, the, the thing that, went in my, that was in my mind right then was like, okay, so you went from a re, almost a recurring model to like a one-off. And I'm thinking, how did, you, how did you decide that, you know, which was going to be better for you? Because if, if you're just, if you're teaching people within the company, that's, it's like you train them, then they go and do it themselves. And then you have yes. to go find another company and you go to find another company versus, you know, you're, you're kind of working in, you know, for companies on an ongoing basis. What's, how's, no. what's the balance there and how did you decide which to do? Yes. Okay. That is a brilliant, brilliant question um, because it is quite right because you go from a monthly and um, recurring. So I do still have a few clients that I serve monthly. But with the coaching, the other uh, advantage is the fact that 
Um, I've got my online course. So I do it once. I run webinars and I get people into, into that. And then I work with them for a specific time. And then they also become members. So they pay a monthly fee, which is obviously a small monthly fee, but that is for um, support. What a you know, great answer. So yeah. get support and still be part of the uh, support group. Yeah. And still have access to the course, go back and update and all of those. I, I think another thing that, that, you know, kind of sparked in my mind when you said that was that, if, if you're just working for companies, you just virtually have another job. <laughs> you're just working from home. Yes. So yeah, it sounds like that you've kind of got the best of both worlds. So you really can control your calendar. You can, you can yes. have a recurring like membership, you know, group membership or whatever, but also, you know, you have digital products through courses and, and yes. uh, things like that. So it sounds like to me that you are well ahead of me on the uh, planning and, and the, the thought process says in this, in this, so I just really appreciate you kind of unpacking that because I think it's going to be so helpful for people that are in a similar situation that are thinking, you know, do I continue working for clients? Do I can, you know, do I transition to being a coach or, mm. uh, but, so touch on kind of the last couple of three years, what's, what's been kind of the ups and downs that you, that you've experienced in the, in, you know, cause it sounds, it looks like to me from, you know, looking at you or viewing you online you're pretty busy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I am pretty busy. I think um, the last couple of years has been amazing, but also hectic. And I'm sure everyone knows Marie Folio, and I just love that saying of her that everything is figure outable. Mm. And I was actually telling one of my students this morning because she had a problem on Facebook and she couldn't do it. And she was just feeling so, you know, down in the dumps. And I said, listen, yeah, we're going to sort it out. We sorted it out. And then we, you know, I told her, just remember it's figure outable. So the last three years has been figuring out stuff, figuring out what works better, figuring out the platforms, of course, but I think figuring out, you know, the life I want, the business I want to run, how do I set boundaries? Because now I'm a coach, I love working with people, I love the support, but how do I set the boundaries? How do I scale my business? How do I make sure that you know, people actually pay me because I will just do it for free, you know, but then <laughs> I got to, I got to understand that, you know, it's important to work with money that can, people that can pay me. So all of those things, a lot of figuring out, I think a lot of being self-aware of who I am as person, what parts of the business I love. So this is also, I realized, um, I, I enjoy, I enjoy teaching more than what I enjoy actually running the actual campaign so that was also a big thing so i do i do have clients which i do it for because i need to um always stay current and understand what my students are going through but i really love working with with the students so all of this figuring out what it is actually that i want because i always say i want to build a business and a life that works for me and that i love so it would happen sometimes that something would come my way and it would look financially amazing. And then I would always go and ask myself, but am I not going to have a boss again when I take on this job or when I do that? So I always need to ask myself, what is it that you want, regardless of 
the finances. I'd rather, um, I think a couple of months ago, I was at a point where I had to decide, okay, do I go and hire a place, employ a few people, you know, employ a web developer, because obviously in the online space, when you work with social media, then the one thing leads to the other. And, you know, have a company and I, I had to think about it and maybe take on lots and lots of clients. And then I decided, you know what, I want to be able to work from home. I want to be free and I don't want to be responsible for anyone. So that was for me a big moment in the, how I decided where I'm going. So what I do now is I rather um, collaborate with other companies. So so I search the company that's great with websites. I negotiated with them a fee so I can refer my clients to them. I've got other people that help me, but they get paid on, on work they do. They are not my problem, which is awesome. So this is the kind of business model I worked out for myself. Is it, is it more of a barter system? So they're doing work for you in exchange for referrals or... Um, yeah, so the thing is, um, it depends with, with every single person, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I've got people that do work, yeah, for referrals, but I get commission or, right. you know, right. it, it, it depends. Like sometimes I would see um, the, the company, we would, we would actually, I, I would have the meeting, but then I would have the other people there as well. And we, um, you know, then I would only take on the part of training the employees inside and they would do the rest of the work, mm -hmm. you know, and then they just give me commission on their work and that's how we do it, which is great. So now I also work with big, you know, big companies, but I don't have to do all the work. Sure. Sure. You, and you can stay kind of in your lane, so to speak, and in I your area stay. of expertise. That's the thing. I can stay in my lane and I can be at home still. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome. I don't have to be responsible for rent or for employees and it works great for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it works great because you put a lot of effort into developing your systems and developing your processes and, and really thinking yeah. through, you know, what is, what is it? I mean, how do I design this around you know, my lifestyle as well, or my life, you know, and you've, yes. you've got a lot of responsibilities outside of, of social media. Yes, I do. I do. And I mean, um, I, I am responsible for, for bringing in money, you know, that that's just the thing. It's not like for me, just a side business or something. I mean, if I don't make this work, I have to go back working for a boss. But, <laughs> so um, it's so That's funny the other day. Yeah, it's so funny the other day because someone was asking me in, in a blog they're doing about me. You know, what is it that that makes you get up in the morning? And and I always say, well, it's the fact that I can actually stay in bed all day because. You know, I, I don't have someone to, I don't have anywhere to be at eight o'clock, but if I don't get up, I'm going to have to go back to a job. So getting up so that I can know for the rest of my life, I can sleep all day if I wanted to, you know, <laughs> so that's really what gets me out of bed and gets me working. Yeah. You don't strike me as somebody that lacks some inner motivation anyway. So I, I, doubt, <laughs> I doubt that lazy is in your repertoire, but so let's let's uh, let's shift a little bit here and let's dig a little deeper inside the the mind and the inner workings here and and so who would you say I mean you already mentioned Marie Forleo but who 
was there anybody specifically, maybe other than her, that that really inspires you? That's you know somebody that's online that you've kind of looked at as being further down the road than you, and you've kind of patterned some mm-hmm. of the things you do after them. And is there anybody mm-hmm. in particular? Oh my gosh, there are so many, so 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 many. So I would literally go and and search for someone. And then I would take the part that I need. For instance, if I need the the sales or, um, I mean, take for instance, Frank Kern. He's amazing, amazing. So I just recently read his book. Um, Obviously, I'm a very huge Russell Brunson fan, like a huge, huge, huge. Um, So, and then all the people in their communities as well, um, in the ClickFunnels community, but then also in the Kartra community, in the Kajabi community, Mm -hmm. because that's all the software I also use. So I would really, I mean, Julie Stowan is just amazing. Um, Kat Howell. Sure, there are really so many. um, But I think the first first one of them all um, that I sort of saw was Marie Folio. And I always said, wow, I wish I could become, you know, I wish I could do what she does. And that has always been my my big inspiration. But definitely I would, um, currently I'm working with Subi Zibberman, which is an Instagram expert. And I love her. She's awesome. So yeah, just so many people and then in the communities and I, I really believe in becoming in a, uh, being part of a mastermind community because that is where you also meet really quality people, you know, people that also invest in themselves and invest in their business and it's sort of those like-minded individuals, yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's um, so, I mean, we've kind of touched on people, but what about uh, maybe an inspiring quote, something that you've got taped up somewhere like on your, your laptop or stenciled <laughs> on the wall or. <laughs> okay. Like I said earlier, um, the, the first quote that always comes to mind is everything is figure outable, yeah, you great. know, just like, yeah. And um yeah, so that that quote is always there for me. I think um, Russell Brunson who talks about you know share your voice and change change the world. For me, that was a very big eye opener because I never realized that it's actually quite something to find your voice and to mm-hmm. speak your truth and to really speak that authenticness that you want, um, that you can connect with the people you want to attract in your business. So I think I learned a lot from, yeah, from Russell Brunson with regards to that. So if you could, if you could step back a few years, is there one piece of advice that you would give yourself that you think would, would really have changed the game for you over the last two or three years? One thing that you really wish you would have done three years ago that you think, man, if I'd have done that, that would have been a game changer. Well, I think definitely um, start before you are ready. Because, you know, you know what I did is I would have everything built out perfectly. And then, and then just before I launched, I would, there would be something else or something new. And I'm like, I know my stuff isn't good enough, you know? So I, I just, you know, start even though you don't feel ready. And the other thing is, is don't get caught up in all the things that are out there. I try to tell people, then they ask me, should I do email marketing, bot marketing? Should I use this software, that software? All of those, it doesn't really matter. It's just tools 
and it will help you. What's really important if, is if you can start sharing your message on a platform, for instance, like Facebook, you don't even need to have a website yet. If right. you go onto Facebook every single day, you do a video where you talk about your product, you are so much better off than someone who's got all the bells and whistles and spends so much in things, but they don't have their message um, sorted out. So I think that's very important. Yeah, I think it's a, that's a great piece of advice because I think sometimes, I mean, you can have the best website in the world, but if nobody knows it exists, that exactly. uh, I think it's easier to find find reach and and access on on uh, social networks probably than it is your your personal website. But this is I mean it's a this is a great point, great segue to kind of my favorite part of the whole whole uh, rising tide chat, and that's where we're gonna I'm gonna just step out of the way, and you're the professor. You're this, take your time. This is the rising tide micro course segment, and. Just, uh, you know, give us two or three points uh, in, in just in your area of expertise that say, okay, if you want to do this specifically, like this is how, you know, mm. how to how to do Facebook ads, how to do, you know, just, but mm. this is your time to share with your, with, with our audience from, uh, and we're just adding this to our content library that it's, you know, we're trying to have this startup mm. community where it really does all boats, you know, rise in a rising tide type thing. And, um, but uh, we want experts like you to kind of speak into these very specific, you know, niches and areas and, and just really build this library over time. So I want to get out of the way. I'm grabbing my cup of coffee and I'm getting my, have my pen and paper ready to take notes. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kevin. And just thank you again, because this is a, a great opportunity for me as well. And I really love sharing what I have learned and what I have experienced. So let's go back to the, the two things I specialize, it is Facebook and Instagram. But I only say Facebook and Instagram because currently those two platforms are the biggest in the social media. You know, that's where you can reach the most people. So there's other platforms as well. And the strategies can work on every single platform and I also say you know if those platforms change tomorrow then you must still be able to use the strategies so yes Facebook and Instagram specifically but you can apply this to any other strategy now the first thing that is very important that I touched on earlier is the fact that you really have to understand who you're talking to I think this is one of the most important things when we talk about marketing on social media. Did you know that we see over 10,000 ads a day? So we are so consumed with content. What can you do to make your content really resonate and stand out? What you can do is the following. You have to understand who your target market is. And then people say, yeah, but Magritte, my product can work for for anyone. Well, the, the fact is on social media, the more specific you are, the better your targeting will be. It's like, you know, if you want to try and reach everyone shooting in the dark, you're missing everyone. So rather than say, you know, you've got three groups of people and then when you do a post, be very specific. Think about the fact that there is an actual person on the other side that you are talking to. Now, secondly, you have to understand that person's needs, wants, desires, and fears. 
And when you talk about your product, what, what most people do, and you can check most websites as well. We go in and we say, we're so good at this X, Y, and Z, and this is, you know, our product is great. And we just talk about the fact about our product, but we forget about that there's a customer. So I want you to think about the mind shift you have to make. Say, for instance, you're at a bri and, you know, there's friends. You, you sometimes get this person that starts talking about him or her and does, doesn't really worry about any other person. You don't want to be like that. You want to be the kind of company that, say, for instance, you sell a, a lipstick that's really good. Then talk to your client in a sense of, hi, I know you are a mom and you're so busy and you're great. And then at the at the end, by the way, this lipstick will keep you, you know, will keep will be on your lips for much longer. So you have to change to to start focusing on their needs and what they want because this is a two-way channel. I tell my students a lot of the times, it's almost like sending a WhatsApp to someone. So you want to be so directly speaking to the person on the other side. So you don't say this product is great for X, Y, and Z. You first go and think, what is it that their problem is? Where are they currently in their life? What are they struggling with? And then you think, okay, they're struggling with it. What problem am I solving with my product? So I just want to repeat that because if you can get this, what you are solving someone else's problem. So what I want you to do is go and write on a piece of paper. I am solving the, the problem for who are those people? What is the problem? And how is your product solving that problem? Then next time you go on social media, you talk from that angle with those people the problems they are actually having at the moment and at the end how your product is solving it. Okay, so that's, that's my, it's a very important thing. Then the other thing that people really make a mistake with is if they post on Instagram, they don't have a proper um, post. You need to have a, a very good, well-thought-out post after your photo. So don't just post a photo and have like two or three words there. Tell people, entice them, draw them into your post and then also ask their opinion because for Instagram, it's extremely important to get that engagement, to get people to comment on your posts. And then guys, when people comment, comment back. Because too many companies, they've got awesome features. You can message them. You can this and that. And then you never get a reply back. Then rather not be on the platform. If you're not going to be responsive, don't be on the platform. Then it brings me to the fact that people say, yes, Magrit, but I don't have the time for this. I mean, I got to run a business. I've got kids, I've got a husband, I really don't have time for this. And what I always tell those people is, you don't have time because you don't understand the value. Once you understand the value of social media, then you will have time because you are supposed to get money in from your posts. 
So when you do your post strategically, um, when you focus on your customers' wants and the desires and their problems, then your social media channels will turn into a machine that brings in money. Okay, so a next point I've got, now we're attracting people. When they land on your profiles, those profiles need to be optimized because that is where um, they decide whether they're going to follow you or not. So think of your Instagram bio. Does it actually state very specifically um, who you are and what you do? What value do you give? So I always say we must, we must give some kind of promise. What can people expect from this Instagram account that they are about to follow? Um, and why they should follow it. So here, here you have to go and I like to do a, like a brainstorming session. Then I'd like to, you know, I would, like, I would write down words. Um, for instance, I like to attract people that's, that's beginners, that's newbies, that I teach. So get some of those words, write it down and see what words you can put in your bio that will actually resonate with, your, um, with people landing there. And then most important is a call to action. You need to have a call to action in your bio that people actually want to click. For instance, what you need is something like, don't just have it the, your website there because why do people want to go to your website? Have something like, grab your freebie Instagram um, cheat sheet here, click on this link. Then they click on it. They go to your website, they, they, they go to the specific landing page where they can get this freebie. Or if you are in health and fitness, seven ways to lose weight this summer, free, um, you know, guide or free video. You can even send them, you know, somewhere else to your video. Give them some value. We always have to remember in order for someone to take an action, we have to make it valuable enough for them. Why would they want to click on the link? Why would they want to provide me with the email address? Only if I can give them something they really want. So we have to think about that. Yeah, and then um, that is very important. The, the profile picture, let's quickly talk about that. It needs to be either a head and shoulder picture of you or it can be your logo. But I see too many people, they put in their profile picture, their logo, then it's this long word and a slogan. Guys, this does not work because your profile picture is so super small, you know, in the comments. It needs to be, um, if I think of Nike, they've got a black with the white tick. There's nothing written there. It's just a tick. But that is very recognizable when you see it in the comments. So that is very, very important. Wow. What a, what a <laughs> jam-packed <laughs> micro course. And I mean, if, if, you, if, if our listeners will, will take notes and we'll, they'll go back and they'll listen to this and they'll look at their own social media accounts and, and their own profiles and, and you know, really figure out who your audience is, who's your ideal client, your avatar, really be specific, make sure your posts are, are, you know, well thought out and specifically targeted to, and, and make sure you're optimized in your, in your profiles and your bio. I mean, what, what great information you just provided in a very short period of time. So uh, we are, we are very grateful for you taking the time to do that. And that is, uh, that will be a, a five-star addition to our, 
rising tide micro micro course content library. So as we as we wrap up today, is there anything that I haven't touched on that, that uh, you just want to add here at the end and then just share with us where, where the best place to okay. find you online? And I know there's a lot of good places to find you online. So, <laughs> okay. So, so um, just one last thing. I cannot, um, you know, end off without touching on the subject of likes. Everyone is there for the likes. So I just want to give my thoughts on this. If you can forget about likes, not think about that. You know what it's going to help you with? It's going to give you more confidence to be online. And it's going to give you the more, more clarity about you talking to your customer. So focus on engagement and the likes will naturally come because likes don't pay the bill. Mm. People need to, um, you know, engage with you because once they start engaging with you, then you are getting closer to them actually becoming your customer. So I just want to tell everyone, especially if you're a beginner, don't think that you need to have thousands and thousands of followers. You can start even if you have less than a hundred followers. And soon enough, if you do this strategically, your followers will love your content and you will see with very little followers, you can actually monetize your accounts. What a great way to wrap up our, our chat today. And, and uh, I mean, it, it seems like we just kept building in a crescendo through the entire episode. It just got better and better and better. I, I think you just got warmed up as you went through. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I uncorked the bottle there and, and everything came out. It just this, a great flow of value. Um, it is, it's been a true pleasure having you on the show today. And I'm glad that we, we circled back and, and finally made this happen. And, and uh, thank you for taking part of your weekend to, to join us and really just helping all boats rise in a rising tide. Thanks again. Have a great day. Thank you so much. It was lovely talking to you all and I hope to see you online.